Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome in to another episode of Real Sports Talk by Naraj Kalia. Hope you're all doing well on this Thursday, January 13, 2022. Uh, hope everyone's staying warm, getting by almost there to Friday and the weekend. So, always a good time. As always, continue to check out uh, more of my episodes and previous episodes on all of the various listening platforms um, as always you can check out some of my best sound bites and uh, segments of you know previous episodes on audio.io you can search up real sports talk by Naraj Kalia you'll find obviously a lot of segments from you know a week to week NFL stuff and preview and picks and you know all those things will be there so check that out um, so in today's episode, is going to get into re- uh, previewing all of the AFC wildcard uh, matchups this weekend. I will tackle the NFC ones tomorrow, um, so stay tuned for all of that. Uh, obviously, the AFC, there's quite a few of games that, you know, could be interesting, um, you know, depending on how things fall. You know, it's all about matchups, it's all about... You know, some of these teams being able to get over the hump a little bit, and you know, we want to see the best matchups, no doubt. And every year in the postseason, there's always some games that kind of turn out to be an upset or one way or another. Um, but in the AFC picture, a little bit, I mean, there are still some teams that you know you look at and you want to see those teams make it in uh, and we go, go further. But as I mentioned before, yesterday playoffs and they can happen and it is going to be one of those weekends which you know we're going to see a lot um learn a lot about some of the you know young players like joe burrow you know jamar chase and you know how they'll do and we'll also see if you know mike tomlin and the steelers are able to play more competitive game the last time or you know against the chiefs this time you know so That'll be something to watch out for. And then, obviously, uh, the Buffalo Bills and New England Patriots meeting again. So much on the line for both teams. And, you know, how will Mac Jones perform in his first playoff start? Um, All that and more will be really telling this weekend in the AFC. So, let's get right to it. I'm going to start with previewing the matchup between the 10-7 Las Vegas Raiders. And the 10 says Cincinnati Bengals. This game is in Cincinnati. And this is a huge game for the Bengals. As they're hoping to end their playoff drought. You know, they haven't won a playoff game in well over, I think, 20, 30 years almost. You know, so it's a lot on the line. We know that they've had a lot of shortcomings and things like that, as I mentioned yesterday. Um, but this will be a big matchup for them. You know, it will be a cold weather kind of game. Um, since he obviously was able to rest some of their starters last week and you know now they all have to get prepped up and ready for what should be an interesting game uh, the Raiders have obviously you know on a winning streak have played some good defense along the way their offense has picked it up at some timely spots um, you know so Derek Carr, Joe Burrow matchup is pretty exciting head-to-head you look at both quarterbacks what they can do um, 
and it'll be telling which one really has the bigger performance and who can put their team in position to win and get a couple of key mo you know key spots late uh, to win this game. So Derek obviously a veteran quarterback, uh, but his first playoff start and you know going go against Cincinnati Bengals defense that. You know, he should be able to have some success against him much better than he looked last time. Um, you know, but time will tell, you know, in this game how he performs, but especially with the Raiders' record on the road this season. Uh, you look at Hunter Renfro, Zay Jones, you know, Darren Waller. Those are the key names to watch uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders. As for the Bengals, we know it's Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, uh, you know, Joe Burrow. And to me, one of the key matchups and things to watch in this game will be how does the Bengals defensive line fare against the Raiders defensive line? Now, when last time both teams met, you know, Joe Burrow wasn't, you know, a whole lot pressured or sacked. Not that he had a big game or anything like that, but you really want to see this matchup between the Bengals O-line and the Raiders defensive line because the Raiders defensive line has done a much better job during this winning streak of getting getting pressure, getting to the quarterback, batting down passes. And that's going to be really key in this game is how well does the Bengals protect Joe Burrow up front and, you know, what kind of will be kind of done in that aspect because we know that the Raiders are going to need that. If they want to keep this game to their pace and their liking, they're going to have to, as a defensive line, they're going to have to make things rough and hard to convert um, so that will be a, a key thing to watch in this game now look at the coaches obviously you know Rich Pisakia, Zach Taylor both have some experience uh, they've obviously been, been around quite a while uh, but to me this game is more about which coach really is able to make those adjustments and get their team to really play uh, really great in the closing terms of this game because we know that a lot of these games get tight and our one-score games or two-score games, or sometimes you know one certain play flips the script. So the whole thing is which team is able to get that one possession, you know, that um, is able to you know give their team an extra possession, some momentum in this game. I think you look at Derek Carr and what the Raiders are playing with. Obviously, um, you know they are you know going to have to really uh, find a way to keep this game to their pace and you know, that's going to probably start with their offensive line uh, doing a good job of protecting Derek Carr and they, they've done so quite a bit during this winning streak and it'll be something that the Bengals are going to have to really try to work and make things happen because you know Derek Carr and what he can do when he has time in the pocket we've seen it um, so discipline kind of the timing of some plays will be key in this one and as I mentioned probably or as I mentioned you know Bengals obviously are looking for that playoff win the Raiders are also trying to make some history you know both teams obviously appearing after such a long time in the postseason so you know it should be an interesting game I don't think it'll be like a one-sided game um, but we'll definitely see a lot of things kind of play out um, in an interesting fashion. So the keys for the Las Vegas Raiders um, and this one I think number one the Raiders defense has to win the battle up front. Uh, last time Joe Mixon had a huge game on the ground against them. The Raiders cannot let that happen again. 
They have to win the battle up front. Really shut down the running game and get pressure on Joe Burrow in this offensive line. Timing of that defense is really important in this game. They gotta get pressure. They gotta be able to be, to be disciplined, make plays. You know, make Joe Burrow beat you. You know, and man coverage, zone coverage. Uh, but don't give up the easy ones. Um, you know, make mix and work for some of those yards. Got to tackle to the football. But as a defense, you got to get sacks and pressure and really hit on those key downs that you need to get off the field. Second key, I would say, for the Las Vegas Raiders is Derek Carr needs to be efficient. All right, Derek Carr has had an incredible year. Obviously, you know, there was a lot going against him, and he's been able to really do a good job of being that leader and getting things going. So he's got to make some solid throws uh, this week. They got to finish and execute in, in the end zone. If you're Derek Carr, you have to be able to do that. I mean, last week they had some possessions down there in the Chargers territory, sell for field goals. In this game, Carr and this offense have to execute. In Bengals territory, they cannot sell for field goals. So you want to see Derek Carr make solid throws and make those plays that are needed to get them good field positioning and good momentum to, to convert on scoring opportunities in this game. And the third key is, I think, uh, you want to see Josh Jacobs produce as well as Darren Waller and Zay Jones. Those are all, those are all three key players that have to produce. Uh, Jacobs obviously had a huge rushing game last week against the Chargers. He's got to keep that going. You heard Darren Waller, obviously, you came back from missing, obviously, a lot of games. You want to be a big part of this passing game in the middle of the field. And Zay Jones, uh, along with Hunter Renfro, guys got to make plays on the outside. They're going to have matchups there that they can get, you know, they can get, you know, much better advantage of this time around. So they got to keep those guys going. And it's all about producing and being able to make it, uh, you know, make it happen. Throws and got to produce. If you're these players. Now, as for the Cincinnati Bengals and their three keys to victory, uh, Joe Burrow has got to bring his A game in this one. You know, be efficient, have the momentum on your side, be smart, don't take too many chances that you can't, you know, you should, you know, run the offense, make some good throws, but don't take any chances, you know, uh, that are going to put you in a bad position. So, he's got to be smart and finishing these drives and keeping the momentum on the Bengals side in this game. I think the second key is the Bengals def defense. You know, they have to get a pass rush going, something that has not been that strong this season. At times it has been, sometimes it has, has not. But their defense has to make it tough for that Raiders offensive line, for Derek Carr. You know, you don't want to get Derek Carr in a rhythm at all. You want to force um, him to, you know, make the short th short throws instead of the deep throws you know but you want to do much as you can to keep him you know off his game because we know that from time to time obviously Carr whenever he's had some chances he's, you know he's missed some throws here and there before as many quarterbacks do but you want to make him pay for those missed throws or mistakes and that's what the Bengals have to do if they want to have that momentum on their side of defense they gotta make that make that a priority and I'll say the third key for the Bengals is, you know, whether it be T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, you know, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, the Bengals need some plays. 
Alright, you know, there might be a lot of attention given to Chase or Higgins. So, you know, you gotta have someone step up. If, you know, if you're Mixon, if you're CJ who's on the tight end, Tyler Boyd, you know, you wanna see other guys continue to make plays. Uh, let's say, you know, if Chase and Higgins are not getting it going or they're struggling, you know, the Bengals have to find a way to keep their momentum going. It's all about rhythm and producing. And obviously, it's a young team. Um, with some players who obviously this is their first time in this atmosphere as well as the Raiders to some extent um, but you know you want to see the Bengals really get those production plays from Chase and Higgins uh, they can beat their matchups then you gotta find them the ball and you know, they gotta make sure that they be smart as well with some situations and you know, knowing, knowing the awareness of the game and what situation they are in they gotta make some smart plays to get the victory in this one so my pick for this game, um, you know, the Bengals obviously have had an incredible season. So have the Raiders. Um, I did not expect both teams to be here in the postseason, uh, but it is going to be an interesting game. Um, now, obviously, the Bengals won last time, 32-13. I expect a much closer game between both teams because I think that the Raiders might do a much better job offensively in this game. Now, having said that, I'm going to still take Cincinnati Bengals I think they're going to end their playoff drought I think Joe Burrow on this offense uh, is going to do a much better job of producing and, and putting up points than the Raiders will in the second half of this game so I expect the Raiders to be you know really good um, you know I think they will play solid because they've obviously have been doing some really good things during the winning stretch with running the football and protecting Derek Carr um, but I'd like the Bengals offense to put it on a little bit more in the second half. And I'll pick the Cincinnati Bengals to, to win a playoff game at home and, and advance to the next round. So in this next segment, I want to preview the matchup of the New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. This game is taking place on Saturday, 15th evening game, you know, after the Raiders and Bengals won. And look at this game, obviously, AFC East rivals uh, squaring off in a playoff game here. It's going to be a cold game, um, not as much as it was when they played earlier uh, weeks back in Buffalo. You know, with the wind gust being as high as it was, but it will be a cold game. Um, and, you know, both teams obviously have had unique uh, seasons. You know, the Patriots obviously with all the spending they did in the off season, and, you know, drafting Mac Jones and, you know, riding a seven-game winning streak or so and then being able to kind of finish it off and get a spot in the postseason. I mean, Belichick obviously, you know, Belichick obviously got what he wanted and now the question is how far can both teams go and what they can, what are they going to do in this Third matchup this season, um, you know they split it in terms of you know the Patriots obviously won in Buffalo, the Bills won in New England, and the last time these two teams played, Josh Allen had a really good game. Um, you know the defense of the Bills was somewhat better in that game, um, but you know came down to a couple of plays, a couple of possessions, and the Bills were able to win that one. So, 
you know, it's going to be, I think, mostly a chess match between, you know, I think offensive coordinator Brian Dabble and Bill Belichick and his defensive coordinator. You know, just seeing how the Bills come out the Patriots, you know, differently will be interesting to watch. You know, because both teams obviously have seen each other, know each other pretty well, so... And then, you know, there might be a couple of things different that both teams may try against one another, and that's what it's going to come down to, you know. With now with Mac Jones, this is his first playoff game, you know, uh, he's going to have to make obviously a lot more pass attempts than he did uh, last time he was in Buffalo, and you know, look at Josh Allen. Obviously, he's had a pretty good season, and he's going to have to continue to find ways to find his spots against this New England Patriots defense. Now the running games for both teams will also be a factor in starting this game. You know the Patriots obviously uh, run the football extremely well and especially in this weather Bill Belichick and McDaniel will definitely emphasize that. The Bills started getting somewhat of a running game the last few weeks but you know they'll have their hands full and they'll have to really rely on that as much as possible. Almost enough um, in this game, where he can, you know, he doesn't have to do it all, uh, but it's going to come down to obviously execution, and which t- running game can really be greater when it comes to playing with the lead. That will be uh, a telling, you know, uh, thing from this game as well. Now the names to watch offensively, you look at Stefan Diggs, you know Isaiah McKenzie, Gabriel Davis, Dawson Knox. Those are the names to watch for the Bills, who really have to produce. In this game, as for the Patriots, you know, you got to look at, obviously, Stevenson, the running back, Harris, you know, Hannah Henry, and a couple of the wide receivers of the Patriots as well, and Aguilar and Myers. You really want to see I mean, all these players that I'm mentioning here, you know, really stand out and have a big game because that will be key to their team's success in this game. Now, look at McDermott and Belichick. Obviously, both coaches are going to tackle things a little bit differently in this game. For me, I think, for the Bills, it's probably one of the tougher opponents they face in a wild card game in recent memory. Um, they are going to have to be on top of their game. You know, they should be much better in this game. Uh, but we know that adjustments and things are going to be things to watch. So how Belichick adjusts certain things and how McDermott does that, that'll be key is, you know, which coach is able to make those right adjustments and get the right player situations to make plays. But, Turnovers and momentum will be key in this game, and producing the end zone for both teams will be really, really important, I think, in, in deciding this one. So, the keys for the New England Patriots to win this game, I think number one starts with Mac Jones and offensive quarter Josh McDaniels having this passing attack rolling early. You know, you want to see the short throws. Uh, you want to spread the bills out, maybe try to get some matchups going. Get you know McDonald's in a rhythm. That's very important, obviously. For any rookie quarterback starting a playoff game, you want to make sure you have the short. Usually, running backs in the backfield, but you want to see offensively the Patriots obviously do what they do, which is they will they will run the football, no doubt. You want to see Mac Jones get in a rhythm because he is going to need to make some plays in this game. You know, I think with the Bills' defense and how they've been playing, uh, they will try to make Mac Jones beat them. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a key for the Patriots is getting that going and finding success in the passing attack, especially 
late in the end zone or late in scoring drives. I think the second key for the Patriots, their defense has to do a great job of keeping Josh Allen under wraps. He just had them done, but we know that Josh Allen can scramble, he can use his mobility, he can make a lot of great throws. The Patriots really have to rally to the football, keep him under wraps, force him to, you know, stay inside the pocket, you know, get him off here and there, get him off on third down if you're the Patriots defense. That's the key for them is really make it hard for the Bills to gain those positive yards that they can get. And if you can get them in long third down situations, your defense is in a better spot. And I think that's the key for the Patriots is being able to win the battle up front, get some pressure on Josh Allen, and when he gets out of the pocket, you got to stay contained and stay true to your assignments down the field and covering Diggs and Davis and McKenzie and really make a um, at a chunk that the, the way it did when they last played in New England. And the third key for the Patriots is, I think, first, protect the football because they had two turnovers last time, you know. You want to make the Bills work for your plays, but also is protecting the football and special teams. Their special teams coverage and their unit has to be really, really good. I think that's an underrated part about the Patriots this season is that their, their return team can be really, really good. Field positioning and punting-wise, they have to be excellent in that in this game. You do not, do not want to give the Bills easy starting field position. You want to get them backed up as much as possible, or and you try to make a play on special teams or, or you know the football and, and getting to that. Now, as for the Buffalo Bills and their three keys to victory, I think number one for the Bills. Uh, you do want to see that running game be a factor in this one. I've been saying it for a long period of time when it comes to the Bills. The running game has to be a priority. It has to be something that's featured a lot more than has been done in the previous postseasons. Um, they have to stick with it. They need to get that going with Moss and Singletary. Um, now, it may work to some extent, I mean, no, to some extent, but you have to run the football with the Bills. You know, you want to tire this Patriots defense out. You want to get them kind of overcommitted in a couple of plays. Um, so the Bills have to keep that going, especially for Josh Allen and obviously what he can do. You know, obviously Allen can throw it 30, 40 plus times, but in this kind of game, you want to make sure that you don't put too much on his shoulders. And that's the thing the Bills have been doing a lot. It's putting a lot on his shoulders, and he's been able to come through and you know play like you know play like like the big time quarterback and contract that he got. But in this type of situation against the Patriots, you gotta get that running game going and really be strong in that area. I think the second key for the Bills is you want to see Stephon Diggs, you know Knox, McKenzie. You want to see all these guys for the Patri- for the you know for, for the Bills and Cole Beasley. Guys have to make plays. All right, the Bills do have more talent in terms of their wide receivers and what they can do. We've seen flashes from you know from the Patriots in terms of their offensive repertoire, but the Bills obviously have a receiver and Diggs is really special. Can do a lot of great things. Got Gabriel Davis, got a couple other players. You know, they have the opportunity to, you know, take advantage of some matchups in this game, and I think the Bills have to do that. And these guys have to. These drives that they have with a couple of catches down the stretch. And a third key for the Bills, their defense. Their front four, their pass rush has to make it rough for Mac Jones. Playoff atmosphere at home, frigid temperatures. This defensive line of the Bills has to make. Uh, Mac Jones, you know, 
rattle him under pressure, get to him, try to crowd his pocket space. But more importantly, the Bills have to keep that running game uh, down and whether or not they have to force long second down and third down plays in this game. You, know, you want to get the Patriots backed up as much as possible. The Pats may not abandon the run, but you want to make sure that you stuff them, tackle after the first initial, you know, cut. But you got to tackle the football, got to be physical, and you got to get up in Mac Jones, his pockets presence, and try to make him beat you with throws on the outside or towards the middle. But you got to make Mac Jones work a lot more than the Patriots in this game, Patriots running game in this game. And I think that'll be key is the Bills defense really setting the tone on the pass rush line, finding their way of, su- of success against that pass offensive line. So that's key for the Bills. So, uh, as for my pick for this game, you know, it is going to be a cold game, a lot to look forward to from both sides. Obviously, Bill Belichick's experience, and that cannot be overlooked. It will be a big factor in this game. Uh, I look at Sean McDermott and this Bills offense. They started finding some success after having that slump that they had earlier weeks ago. And Josh Allen has looked a little bit better, although his turnovers still were a little bit questionable in that, you know, Atlanta game. But look at the Bills. They've been one of the teams been hyped up all year in the AFC. Uh, you know, they obviously roster wise are a little bit better than the Patriots. But then again the Patriots have the experience as well. Some players have been there in that situation. So it will be a game that is low scoring. I don't see it, the game being too high of a score in this one. I expect something in the range of maybe mid twenties, mid twenty threes, maybe. Um, the most it can go probably low scoring game early on. Um, I think that the Bills, although, will find a way to get some more offense going uh, in the second half of this game. And I like the Bills to win this game at home against the Patriots. I think that you'll see a lot of good things maybe from Mac Jones and this offense. Maybe they'll look a little bit better maybe. But I think that the Bills will finish much better. They will have more chances at it to score. And this they, they, they will convert those opportunities, I think. Because last time, obviously, they had just chances uh, against the Patriots at home and they didn't get it done. I think this time, the Bills do a much better job of protecting Allen, protecting the football. And I think that the Bills get a couple more big plays than the Patriots do in this game and I think that the Bills will get the win late heading into the fourth quarter. I think they'll have a nice six, seven point lead. And I think they will hold on to it with the extra field goal or so they will advance to the next round. So I'm going to wrap up today's episode by uh, looking into and previewing the last AFC wildcard game um, that will be happening this weekend. And that is between the 9-7-1 Pittsburgh Steelers and the 12-5 Kansas City Chiefs. Now you look at this game and look at this matchup. Obviously, um, the Chiefs are the favorites um, in this one just because you know they're at home and... You know, Pittsburgh obviously coming in, getting in with obviously those crazy scenarios at the end with the game that the Raiders and Chargers played. The Steelers, I couldn't give them credit. Uh, definitely was against counting out actually early on this season to make the postseason. But 
Mike Tomlin once again proving why he's one of the best coaches in terms of getting his players ready. And this is going to be a game in which Steelers are the underdogs. They are going to be looked at and, you know, obviously most people probably think that they shouldn't be here, but they are. And, you know, this matchup is going to be obviously between two coaches and Tomlin and Andy Reid, two of the best coaches who have been, been you know, able to put together a lot of winning seasons and... You know, it is going to be play in uh, this game because the last time these two teams met earlier uh, weeks ago, you know, the Chiefs had won comfortably 36 to 10. Um, so, you know, there was obviously a lot in that game that the Steelers weren't able to do, to do as do as well, um, and the Chiefs just kind of ran their offense, had really handled that game from the get-go, and so. You know, you expect to see uh, some adjustments, especially from Mike Tomlin and the Steelers team. They're obviously playing with no pressure at all because, like I said, they are they are. And the key, I think, for the Steelers is their offense. You know, uh, you know, seeing how their offensive they're going to call. You know, against Steve Spagnuolo will be telling because we know that Spagnuolo loves to bring the blitz, the pressures, um, and Big Ben obviously. Uh, with his mo- you know, limited mobility and that, it's going to be telling. But obviously, Ben has experience. He knows how to obviously play in these types of games. And we'll see if he can make some of those throws, um, uh, you know, to make it make it interesting in this game. Now, you look at the offensive weapons for both sides. Obviously, um, you know, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Now, Hill obviously didn't have a you know an injury in Week 18. Should be almost close to 100%, I believe, for this game. So you look at Kelsey, look at Hill. Uh, McCall Hardman is a name to watch in this one. So for the Steelers, it's Claypool, you know, Terrace, it's Johnson. You know, uh, Pat Fryer, uh, Fryermuth is uh, a name to watch as well for the Steelers. So there's quite a bit of talent on both sides. And I think, more importantly, both defenses in this game are going to have their hands full. I think the Chiefs obviously, you know, they were able to obviously play with the lead last time. But I think both defenses will have their hands full. And from the standpoint of look at the Steelers and how they've been able to kind of play, um, adjustments are going to be there. I expect a different game plan from the Steelers. I think everybody expects a different game plan from the Steelers. Um, so the Chiefs are going to have to really, as a defense, um, you know, really get after it with their front four. And try to take advantage of that Steelers offensive line. And on the other side, you want to see the Steelers defensive line um, be even better than they've looked um, in terms of making Mahomes work. You know, batting down passes, but really winning with their front four and trying to make it difficult for this Chiefs offense to finish drives. You know, so it will be telling in that aspect. Um, so the three keys for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, to win this game and pull off the upset. Thing number one, if you're the Steelers, you want to protect the football and you want to run the ball with you know Najee Harris. Give him the ball, feed him the ball. Um, he is obviously a huge part of your offense. You want to stick with him as much as you can in this game. You know. The Steelers style has to be to be able to uh, control the time possession in this game. 
doesn't start with Harris getting the ball, uh, giving him the ball as much as he can, uh, trying to make some kind of movement on that you know that Chiefs defense. But you know you want to um, keep your offense in third and manageable situations. So the running game has to be there because Ben obviously can make those throws. He's done it over this this small win streak they've had. Uh, but they need that running game to be even more better than it was last time these two teams squared off. And it's going to really start um, with an emphasis with this offensive line being able to create a lot of good running holes for Harris. And they have to uh, stay with that as much as they can, I think, in this game. The second key for the Steelers, uh, I would say, in this game is Big Ben. Big Ben has to be extremely good in terms of uh, finding Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. Um, those guys are really the keys to this Steelers offense. Um, you want to see him Ben make solid throws, at least make some throws that allow this def- allow this defense to get some time to rest. Because that's the thing. I think last time what happened was, you know, the Steelers D was on the field a whole lot. Uh, I don't know if they were without Watt for that game or not, but. You know, if you're, you know, if you're Big Ben, you want to make throws, you want to move the chains as an offense on third down. Um, but more importantly, you don't want to turn the ball over in your own plus side of the field. So, I think that's going to be an important factor. Seeing guys like Claypool and Johnson not drop passes for Pat Fryer to make plays, they're going to need all of that and then some to to hang with the Chiefs and put pressure on Patrick Mahomes to score and match that um, you know if they are able to get the lead and the third key I would say the Steelers defense um, they have to win the battle against the Chiefs offensive line they weren't able to do a whole lot of that good last time they squared off you really want to see the Steelers defense do a good job of trying to take away Kelsey force him to be out of his comfort zone uh, but you want to make Mahomes work you want to make the Chiefs offensive line work a lot in this game you want to get them in long third down situations, um, but you also want to make sure that you are able to get some turnovers as well, and that's going to be a key thing for the Steelers in this game. As for the three keys for the Kansas City Chiefs, um, I think the first key for the Chiefs is, you know, they've obviously have played a different style of football this year, with their running game being a little bit more of a factor in some instances. You want to see that be be great. You know, they had a hundred yard rushing game last week. Got to stick with it, run the ball, try to keep those things happening. Um, and as a, as an offense, you want to keep the balance, right? You want to keep the balance if you're the Chiefs offensive line. You want to run the football, you want to pass, um, but you got to get that running game going as well uh, because the Steelers otherwise will have opportunities to, you know, pass, rush, and blitz. And you do want to keep Mahomes upright and balance this game as much as possible so run the football run the football with Hilaire uh, with Williams uh, but definitely be creative in that aspect second key for the Chiefs is you want to see Patrick Mahomes uh, be really efficient in uh, <coughs> excuse me um, back to a second you want to see Patrick Mahomes be able to find his comfort spots um, you know be able to hit McCole Hardman, Bryson Pringle. Now Hill may or may not be 100%. I think he will be. Um, but you want to see all the chief wide receivers have an input. 
or have a have a deficiency of targets in this game because we know the Steelers are going to try to take away a couple of things and if you're Patrick Mahomes you want to be efficient you want to finish those drives make solid throws and reads in this game uh, because it will be a different challenge I think this time around with the way the Steelers defense has been able to play as of late and the third key I would say is the Chiefs defense um, they really just have to make sure that they are able to limit the production uh, down the field, you know, obviously with Claypool and Deontay Johnson, I expect to see them take some more shots probably in this game. They will probably try to do that, mix it in with play action. So this Chiefs defense has to be able to get some pass rush. You got to force Ben to get ball, get, get rid of the ball quickly, uh, but also to throw some passes that are late. They have to find a way to get him out of his spot. Let get some turnovers. Put a lot of pressure on Big Ben to make throws in this game to beat you. Don't let the running game take you over at all and wear you down. So, here the Chiefs with Frank Clark, Chris Jones. Uh, you want to really challenge that seal offensive line. Bring chaotic blitzes. Uh, do whatever you can to get Ben off his spot so he can make those throws and move the chains on third down. So, as for my pick in this game... Um, you know, it's going to be an interesting one. You know, the Steelers obviously um, have been playing a little bit better than they looked since that, that loss they had last time. The Chiefs obviously aren't the same team as they have been in the previous seasons. Um, you know, so this game, I think you will see a little bit more of a closer game. Uh, I do think that the Steelers will play actually a pretty good game. It's just been kind of that way with their playoff history and everything. The Steelers usually do play uh, their opponents pretty close. Um, and I'm just trying to look back and remember most of the games that they played. Um, and they've been in some tight playoff games, you know, decided by a few points, you know, three, four, five points, you know. So, you know, it is one of those games which the Chiefs have the better offensive firepower, they have the better mobile quarterback, obviously. Um, but it all comes down to momentum and style, and I think that you'll see the Steelers probably keep this game closer uh, than people might think. Uh, having said that, although I'm still gonna go ahead and pick the Chiefs to win by seven or, or seven, eight, nine points, I'm gonna pick the the Chiefs to win. I think you will see a better effort from the Steelers. I think this game will not get out of hand the way it got last time. I think you'll see an adjustment. You'll see the Steelers play a little more competitively. I think their defense will keep them in this game. But ultimately, I think that the Chiefs get a couple of scores. Um, and they go ahead and they I think they tack on some extra points. I think they'll win by 8 or 9 points in this one. Um, and they will advance uh, to the next round. So there you have it. Those are my AFC wildcard picks. I am picking all the home teams, and it's a good chance I may or may not do that tomorrow for the NFC wildcard game. So stay tuned for that. I'll be looking at the NFC matchups uh, tomorrow and make my picks for those games as well. So hope you all have a good night. Take care, and see you tomorrow on another episode of Real Sports Talk by Naraj Kalia.